0: Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch.
1: I'm Elizabeth Lynch.
0: I wish I had looked up some German phrase to say. I just forgot to
1: do ziggy, that. Ziggy, 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 ziggy. Oi, oi, oi. That's oy. not
0: even what they say.
1: It's not? <laughs> it's
0: like ziggy, Zockey or something. Ziggy,
1: Za Wow. I only heard it one time in my life. Yeah, well, you heard it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I am German. I don't have a German phrase. Faschnacht? What does that mean? Uh, it's like something you bake, I think.
0: Oh, yeah. Quattelfall. Stollen. Yep. Zibalal.
1: No, you're making things <laughs> up. I actually know the...
0: <laughs> yeah, I know Stollen, too.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, because my mom makes it. That's mm-hmm. why you know it.
0: Also, I hadn't taken a sip of my beer yet because I was going to cheers, and I look over and see. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've already gone through at least half of what I poured you.
1: Well, you didn't pour me as much as you, and you know it.
0: Listen, this is 10%, and I didn't want you to get too giddy because we were recording two episodes tonight.
1: All right, cheers. <laughs> cheers to that.
0: <laughs> we are talking about Oktoberfest Beer and Blood.
1: Not to be confused with Oktoberfaction.
0: That's true. <laughs> no, no one is confusing those two shows.
1: Okay, good. <sighs> when you first told me this show, I was like, it's gonna be—I don't know. I guess I just pictured something very different than what it was.
0: <laughs> like what?
1: Uh like a like a dumb guy show, but that we would enjoy.
0: What do you mean by that exactly? Uh,
1: what do I mean by that? <laughs> um, kind of like a better Bruce Brothers.
0: Oh, yeah. This is not. This
1: is not <laughs> that.
0: Not that at all.
1: <laughs> um.
0: We're not drinking an Oktoberfest because we don't really like those.
1: Right.
0: <laughs> um, although I did have <laughs> I a Mars in. A I did have a Mars in a couple weeks ago because it was only $2 at the restaurant.
1: Oh, how was it? So I was it drinking was wine fine. that night. It was fine. Yeah.
0: You know, they're just like, they're just personally a little bit too sweet and malty for me.
1: Mm. That, coincidentally, was the restaurant that we were at last year during Oktoberfest. Where they were saying ziggy zaggy ziggy zaggy. Oh, that, that's where I heard it. That's true. But they had like a polka band there. Yeah, yeah. It was it was kind of fun. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't mind Oktoberfest if it's not like wall to wall people. Like, yeah. It was like manageable for well, me, especially now. <laughs> well, especially now. <laughs> but even before, in like huge, like huge crowds like that. Anyway.
0: This show was originally going to be called Oktoberfest 1900. And when you Google it, like, that even still pops up. Like, okay. Like, TV series, Oktoberfest 1900.
1: What did they change it to? Blood and...
0: Beer and Blood. Oh, Beer and Blood. <laughs> I, I guess they thought, like, Octoberfest, 1900 wasn't...
1: Yeah, that sounds like it's on the History <laughs> Channel or on, like, PBS or something. Right, right. And that you're getting, like, some kind of... Uh... They wanted to
0: actually have anyone 18 to 45 watch the show. Right,
1: Beer and Blood. <laughs> so they sounds... put
0: the two words Beer and Blood in it.
1: Honestly, at first it made me roll my eyes. The sound of beer, like, Beer and Blood.
0: Yeah, it sounds a little sensationalist.
1: It's not not a great title, to be honest. I think they could have done, found something else. Yeah. But I don't think that that means the rest of the show. Like, I don't think that means, like, you shouldn't watch it, you know?
0: We should mention this is completely German language.
1: Oh, I forgot. See, I love how it when I forget that that's. Yeah,
0: yeah. And I don't even know if I realized it was going to be in german with subtitles like i knew it took place in germany yeah. obviously so i've watched one other german language show
1: oh tell us about it Bill. Uh,
0: it was called dark
1: oh i don't and think i've ever mentioned this show yeah before. let me go off
0: on just a tiny bit of a rant here okay
1: um <laughs> <laughs> we've got time <laughs>
0: hey guys we're back i just cut 45 minutes off the podcast <laughs> uh, did you
1: acknowledge my joke
0: yeah, I did, but I cut that part out too.
1: Oh, okay. I was
0: actually really complimentary. Um, and you Oh, I like, must
1: have had too much beer today. <laughs> yeah. notice that. Three sips over here, guys. Uh, Half of the beer he gave me.
0: <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so I've watched one German language show, Dark, and it's one of my favorite shows of all time. So pretty good track record, right? I mean, one for one. Right. <laughs> uh, this guys, is, if you're
1: playing the drinking game... <laughs> where you drink...
0: When Bill talks about dark. <laughs> when
1: Bill talks about dark. You're three sweet sheets to the wind yeah. by now.
0: It's a pretty sure thing. <laughs> it's a drinking game where you know you're going to drink. Right. Which is the best kind.
1: It used to be before dark happened, it was drink when Bill said titular.
0: Mm. But, yeah.
1: you know. Well, I'll, try
0: to, I'll try to weave that back in. Yeah. So this one starts by saying it's based on true events. Which, who knows?
1: Who's going to fact yep. check that?
0: Based on true events? Right. <laughs> okay, sure. Like, all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure, like, the broad strokes of this guy coming up with this new idea for Oktoberfest happened.
1: Right. But, like, all this,
0: like, crazy... Oh, you know, we'll get into it. Who knows? It. Right. So, the show starts with a severed head washing up on the shores of some river and...
1: And already I love it. <laughs> already love it <laughs> i'm just kidding it's just like yeah that sounds like beer and blood <laughs> elizabeth loves
0: severed heads and some i think it was a woman picks yes. It up. yes uh,
1: indigenous woman like picks yeah up yeah
0: up. and like her her tribe is like on the banks of the river and it kind of pans up and off in the distance you can see
1: um, the nearby town yeah whatever town i don't remember what town it was did they say it
0: i think it was munich
1: oh it was i think so yeah oh okay
0: and then we go to three months earlier, Easter 1900. And Mr. Pronk is telling the story of his first penny that he received to some other guy. We don't know who he is yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he says he wished nothing more than for his father to succeed. I forget where the wish came from because he spent the penny on, like, cotton candy or something, right? Yeah. And the guy's like, oh, did his, did your father succeed? And he said, yes, he did. But as he's saying this, we're seeing a flashback of like blood spilling on the ground mm-hmm. um, as he's like calling out for his dad and like the cotton candy hits the ground, which is like has blood. And...
1: Didn't you think that was a cool shot?
0: Yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I
1: was like, I think I, it was one of the first things I wrote down. Really cool shot of cotton candy and blood. <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool because yeah, like the, cool the sugar visual. was like disintegrating the way cotton candy does. Yeah, yeah. Like, um, There's a lot of cool stuff like that in this.
0: And so now he reveals his plans that he wants to reinvent Oktoberfest in Munich. Up until this point, it had just been like little stalls. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I don't even think I really knew this because my entire life has just been like everyone crams into a giant beer hall. And you're sitting elbow to elbow and like chugging beer. And it's just like craziness. Yeah. It used to be like little stalls. Every family brewery, of which there were many, had like their little stall at Oktoberfest. And you would go around to the different stalls. But he's like...
1: But I have a question. There were inns as well? Like, were they always there in that spot? Or was it like you basically set up a tent? Is that what it was like? Like, it was like fairgrounds and like you're a vendor.
0: I think it's the latter. Okay. I think a lot of these families own breweries that are also inns.
1: Oh, okay. All right.
0: Or attached to inns or something. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, even like going back to medieval times, like a tavern was like, you go and drink and then you sleep there as well. Like a tavern inn kind of thing.
1: I guess like this is kind of set up like in the beginning of shows where I'm kind of like not really sure what the layout of everything is. And everything looks kind of similar. It's like a dirty road with
0: dirty
1: (laughs) buildings. Yes, yes. (laughs) So I'm not sure yet. (laughs) But okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, there wasn't like a a great deal of architectural
1: interest. Other (laughs) other than that
0: one like rich woman's house. Yeah. And so he doesn't want to do these stalls anymore. He wants to construct a 6,000 person tent. That's going to take up the space that, like, five stalls would take up. And this guy in charge, who's, like, you know, the chancellor of the town now, he was yeah. just, just appointed, said, you know, there's no way that's going to happen. Not only are there no, like, leases available, the five families that you want to place this tent over have been, you know, doing this for generations. And they had, like, a family lease. They do right. it. They've been doing it every year for, like, hundreds of years, basically. And... So, of course, Mr. Pronk doesn't like that answer. Mm -hmm. And while they're outside, he reveals that he brought along with him one of this guy's old mistresses and his son.
1: Right. And he has no idea. Yeah. Like, who this kid is.
0: As, like, the old mistress is talking to his wife, and he's, like, threatening, like, he's going to reveal it. Yeah. And so, you know, it's implied that he reluctantly agrees that uh, he's going to try to help him get the big tent.
1: This is kind of, like, a cool, like, slow reveal i guess of like who punk is right you know like because he just like this is what he does to people yeah like you don't fuck with him he is going to and he doesn't like how it's so subtle and so manipulative (laughs) you know he did that like a few other times in the show
0: uh and that was the cold open
1: oh before we go on can we talk about the actual opening credits because you know i always like yeah that's where we're at right now oh this is that that was the cold open and then
0: the credits roll so
1: this was like it had like a true blood peaky blinders kind of feel Mm. to the it was like a lot of images yeah you know kind of setting the setting the uh stage for you i guess and a song that's like modern with a really deep voice (laughs) which is it's like, very german I, yeah <laughs> and i and i like that kind of opening for a show it's like gritty yeah and dark. Yeah. yeah totally but it was indicative of those two other shows maybe yeah, yeah. maybe something what it was another show was a uh, true detective like that too yes i can't call the mind what the song was but. yeah
0: neither can i but i'm pretty sure it was okay at least the first season and then we meet a woman whose family owns one of the breweries, and it's like it's not the chancellor; it's like one of the chancellor's assistants or whatever who's like trying to buy up these leases.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And she's like, you know, we got your letter that you're increasing the rent. That's fine. We'll we'll pay the increased rent. We're not giving up our spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, she like kind of gets threatening, like, "Don't mess with my family. Like, right. we're, we're keeping this spot." Yeah. Uh, They are the only holdout out of the five. The other four families have sold. Right. You know, they offered however much. And then we meet Mr. Prunk's uh, daughter, Clara. She shows up. Mm -hmm. Uh, What's his first name? Prunk's first name?
1: I can't remember.
0: Kurt? I think it was Kurt.
1: Maybe. Okay. I don't remember. Anywho. We'll just call him Punk. (laughs) Uh,
0: Then we meet uh, this woman's husband who owns the family brewery who was talking to one of the chancellor's assistants and their two sons.
1: The Hofflingers.
0: The Hofflingers. And the dad has gotten the two sons prostitutes for... to celebrate whatever. I don't
1: know. <laughs> <laughs> they just think they should be having sex right now.
0: Yeah. Uh, one of the sons is very shy mm-hmm. and is like an artist. Right. We constantly see him illustrating things. The other one's like really brash and handsome and really confident in bed, as we see. Right. Right. Uh, and then some creepy guy with a dog shows up and Mr. Hofflinger tells him like, you know, get lost. I already told you we're not taking the offer. And he's like, but my, my employer wants to double the previous offer. Mm. He's like, no, no, no. Get, get out of here. And then we go back to Mr. Prunks' residence where he is interviewing women for a chaperone job for his daughter. hmm And we see a woman, you know, approach the house. She tells the assistant she's here for that job. And instead of going into one room, she goes into the room where all of the other women are waiting to be interviewed Mm -hmm. and acts as Prank's wife. Right. And (laughs) says, you know, everyone take off your blouses now. You know, Mr. Prank wants a certain kind of look, blah, blah, blah. She's like squeezing their breasts. Right. And basically scares them all into leaving except for one woman and she looks worried for a second like oh shit she's not going to like yeah. buy it she's like she starts taking off her top but then mr pronk and his daughter open up the doors to interview these women and the two of them are standing there and one of them is completely butt naked <laughs> <laughs> poor girl and so yeah obviously like the, this this trickster woman gets yeah. gets the job and clearly she's up to something
1: yes we, we don't know what
0: we don't know what yet it's just the pilot guys relax <laughs> Then Mr. Pronk approaches a social elite from Munich to see if she'll let him host like some event. And so he wants to introduce his daughter to like basically high society of Munich.
1: He wants to marry her off to a successful businessman.
0: Right, right. But this high society woman refuses, you know, politely, but says, you know, I get so many of these requests, I just can't do it. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. sure you'll have luck elsewhere. But then that, the next morning, she finds her cat murdered, yeah, like with something through its head or something, uh, and then she accepts, I guess, and says, "Okay, you can do this." Yeah, thing. basically,
1: like he just threatens. The I mean, that was more than a threat, though. He actually murdered the cat. Yeah, but I guess she felt he, you know, maybe it's implied that you.
0: you would she think was like more scared. Doesn't she have some kind of pull and power to be like, "Fuck you, yeah. buddy!" Like I'm gonna get all these people. I can get the town police, like something. Yeah, she just like caved so easily. I thought. I, I wonder if something
1: isn't. else happened, like that we didn't see, that will come up later.
0: I don't think so. Yeah. It seems like they were just kind of like pushing that plot forward a little yeah. bit.
1: Yeah.
0: And so they're at this event, and I mean it's literally just this one woman and like a bunch of like wealthy old guys who right. own breweries and businesses in Munich. Uh, a lot of them are, own breweries and inns, and then. The young artsy son has a scene again where, he, where he's illustrating in, in the bar mm-hmm. and like this drunk guy like wakes up in the bar and we find out he works at the nearby university and he, like sees the kids drawings so he's like encouraging him like you know if you, if you want to get out of here come to the university and work, yeah. work with me blah 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 and back at this party some big wig from Munich is flirting with Clara he's like he's much older than she is but one of the younger right. brewery owners you know maybe 40s and mm-hmm. And she's, I don't know, 16, 18, supposed mm-hmm. to be. And so he leaves, and Mr. Prong comes into the room and tells her, you know, you're not here to be a hussy. If you're a hussy, you're not going to be able to find anyone suitable to marry you. Right. And she's like, well, that wasn't the plan anyway. And he just kind of, like, stares at her and says, be prepared to marry. Yeah. Like, he's going to make her uh, serve as, like, one of his political pawns. Yeah. In this power play. Then the older son of the Hofflingers, Roman, who's, like, the, the suave one. hmm is like looking through, I guess, like the brewery ledgers mm-hmm. and is realizing that they're losing money and is pressuring his dad into innovating. Like, listen, we have to brew new styles of beer. We have to try to export to the United States, like all these other successful breweries are doing. And the dad is resistant but says, like, listen, after this festival comes up, Wiesen, Wiesn, W I E S N, they keep talking about that. I guess that's like the precursor to Oktoberfest. Yeah. Uh, you know, let's, let's, do this festival and then after that if we have a surplus of beer we can try to bottle some and export it and try your try your idea
1: Um, yeah he's like very stuck in the way things are are, have been done and not moving forward so like the son wants to bottle beer and he's like no you only
0: you drink beer from a barrel You drink
1: beer from a barrel you don't bottle it
0: yeah and so he's saying all this but like he also kind of knows his son is right like he even says something to the wife later like And the wife is very old school, too, because it was her family business for a long time. Right. Um,
1: She's really the holdout.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because he even says, like, they offered us double. Like, should we even entertain the offer? And she's like, absolutely not. No way. Then Clara's chaperone is going to a party at night. She says she's going to a party with, like, you know, the maids and the servants of the town. Right. Um, And Clara's like, well, I'm coming with you. I want to go to a party. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, absolutely not. She's like, well, then I'll have my father look into your history, since it's obvious you're not a chaperone.
1: Right. <laughs> she just calls her on her. Yeah.
0: On um, there were like little bits here and there where she like, just wasn't acting like a 1900s German chaperone probably would act.
1: Right. Um, she was just a little bit more laid back.
0: Yeah. And, you know, and she was also much younger than almost every other applicant. Mm-hmm. You know, most of them were like, I don't know, in their 60s or something. Right.
1: Except for the one who got completely undressed. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: And so the last, like, I don't know, 20 minutes of this pilot episode, because I think it was a full hour, the last 20 minutes are going back and forth between these two storylines. Clara goes to this party with a chaperone and wanders off with Roman, Mm -hmm. not knowing who each other are. Right. And this is after the chaperone and her like get split up. She like goes to get them drinks and then Clara goes off with this guy. Mm-hmm. And so they're drinking booze, like off somewhere hidden. And right. they, eventually they have sex. That scene's going on and it's cut back and forth with Ignatz, his father.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, what was the last name? Hofflinger. Hofflinger. He's approached by this guy again outside the brewery. And he's like, you know, the guy who hired me refused to take no for an answer. You have to tell him face to face. He doesn't believe me that you, that you keep refusing all this money and so he gets into their his wagon and he takes him to like this abandoned building and like runs inside and he's like what what are you doing he goes in there to follow him and he's attacked and thrown over the side of the railing as this guy like puts a noose around his neck a rope mm-hmm. and so he's hanged by a noose and you know you think he's going to die there but he pulls out a keg tap out of his pocket mm-hmm. and cuts himself down so now he's like on the ground trying to regain his breath. And as he is, the guy attacks him again.
1: Yeah, it was insane. Yeah. And this whole time it's being cut with his son having sex with Clara. Right. And The
0: daughter of the guy who hired this guy to kill him.
1: Right. But it's dark. And I can't, again, I don't know where everyone is. And at <laughs> some point I thought that they were, I thought they were in the same place at one point. Like I was like, is he going to walk in on his son having sex or is is he going to see his dad getting murdered? <laughs> yeah. But, like, they weren't in the same room. It was just
0: dark stonework. <laughs> was
1: so, exactly. I'm so confused. And, like, you also see the chaperone, like, panicking. Right,
0: because right. Because she
1: realizes that she's lost Clara.
0: Yeah. And so this guy gets attacked again, and then he stabs the guy in the leg with a tap. So you're like, oh, shit, he's going to get away. Mm-hmm. But then the, guy, the guy's dog, who has been in every scene, jumps on this guy and just, like, tears him to shreds and kills him. Yeah. It's like every time like you think he's going to survive. Yeah. And like it just keeps going on until he actually gets killed. Spoiler uh, alert. Yeah.
1: I mean, that's well, what we do. yeah. <laughs> it, just, it just seemed like such big. <laughs> this whole show is a spoiler alert for right, the right. first episode, but that just seemed big. If you want
0: it to be really, really surprised watching the pilot to this episode, you should not be listening. Right. <laughs> and so, of course, this is all the work of Mr. Pronk. And we see the opening scene again. The severed head being picked up right. out of the river.
1: Which at that point, I was like, oh, I completely forgot about this opening scene because it yeah. seems like a completely other world. Right, right. Um, yeah.
0: And that was the pilot to Oktoberfest, Beer and Blood. Beer and
1: Blood. What a dumb <laughs> name.
0: It really is so silly.
1: What did you think of the show, though? Uh,
0: I enjoyed it. You know, I thought all the acting was good. You know it was a good period piece i mean like you know the beer aspect of it doesn't really like matter um, no but there was a cool
1: scene of them like brewing everything yeah and like you know they're yelling in german and it's like "out oh, the hops and it was kind of cool because i just thought that was cool because brewing beer has changed so little other than flavors and styles and stuff but like all the equipment it's like you could go they didn't have to like build that they just probably went to a brewery that exists because the equipment is all the same you know and i just thought that was kind of a neat yeah they're just like like...
0: they're just not adding maple syrup glazed oreos that have been deep fried in pig fat uh exactly (laughs) into their stouts
1: (laughs) right exactly
0: (laughs) yeah but i mean i think it's just such a cool time in history and such a cool thing to explore Uh, obviously with this like very dramatic overlay Mm-hmm. But like, what a, what a neat setting for your dramatic show, right? Yeah. And 1900 Germany when Oktoberfest is going through this evolution, yeah. Um, all because of this like underground thing of you know power struggles and you know probably the same thing that drove a lot of these changes throughout Europe, uh, right. Over the last few centuries.
1: But it's also one of those things in history. Unless you're like a real history buff and like study this stuff all the time. I mean, speaking from my perspective, I never would have thought about why toberfest started (laughs) or like all of like, or the fact that like literally everybody in Germany brewed beer.
0: Right. Like (laughs)
1: it's like New Jersey now. Well, I mean, I'm just kidding, but you know.
0: (laughs) So yeah, I enjoyed it. I mean, there were, I did have a couple complaints. Like Mr. Pronk was like just such, (sighs) he was like so stereotypically like the conniving, like, Mm -hmm. Handsome in your face, but then stabs you in the back guy like right away. You know? Oh, I
1: like, I didn't mind that.
0: I think it was mostly the scene with the woman where he kills the cat. And then like she just immediately concedes like, come on, there has to be some kind of power struggle there. You're just going to like immediately give in to this guy? Yeah. After he murders your like prize cat?
1: Yeah, I was surprised that there wasn't any, I was confused by that Yeah, because there wasn't any exchange between them. It was just those two things and then her cat's dead and then she's like, okay, like rather than being like,
0: cool, why don't I rally everyone in town since but, I'm like the, the but queen. But that's why
1: I'm thinking that something else happened that maybe will re- be revealed later because she was so scared of him while he was there.
0: Maybe I don't see that happening. I don't know. I think, that, I think she's already out of the story.
1: I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe. maybe I'm just giving it the benefit of the doubt.
0: So, yeah. I mean, I had a couple of minor complaints. For the most part, I enjoyed it. Yeah. With that said, I don't know if I'll continue to watch just because we've just, we've started some other things that I think that we'll probably continue to watch. And yeah. And I want to go back and watch Lovecraft Country.
1: I know. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, I did enjoy it. If nothing else was going on and we were looking for a show, I would watch it. Yeah. Right now, I'm not sure. What were your thoughts? That's
1: kind of how I feel because I liked it, and I typically like this kind of thing. Like it, it just kind of reminded me a little bit of Peaky Blinders mm-hmm. in that there's just you know these all these different power struggles and like a different you know it's a little gritty. There's like the upper crust of society, and then there's like the, you know the the innkeepers who are brewing the beer, and like it just some of that just seems kind of interesting to me, but. Again, I don't, I I don't think it was bad. And I think it will, if we continue to watch it, I would find it interesting. But like you said, it might not be enough to like pull me in and make me watch that over anything else. Yeah. That we're currently watching. Yeah. You know, so some things are good and they just have to like fall through the cracks because you don't really.
0: Yeah. I mean, Hey, there's been plenty of, there's been plenty of other shows where we enjoyed the pilot and wanted to continue and it just never happened. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably better shows. Watch Forty Nine.
1: I know, Homecoming.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: what a shame.
0: Uh, what was that show that you really wanted to continue to watch? Oh, maybe you did actually.
1: What the Duchess? No, I finished it. <laughs> did you finish I it? I did. How I was it? it? I liked it. Yeah. It was fun. I think that you would have liked it too. I just think that you, you know you're just a little sexist. <laughs> 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 you know, I don't really think that, but it was. It was good. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Um,
0: was it 10 episodes?
1: No, it was like six or eight. It was oh short. Gosh. It was short. I finished it in like one night while you we were out playing games and one morning when I was, I don't know, when I got to sleep in, <laughs> I just, I just finished it. Um, anyway, well, I don't know what the other show you're talking about is that I wanted to watch.
0: That, um, Dublin Murders, was that it?
1: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. we would have watched that, but we can't get I'm not paying $18 for the season or whatever the fuck they were gonna charge what remember it was like it was on stars and the the Uh-oh. pilot was free so I watched it again but I didn't realize that the rest of the season wasn't free and you had to pay like $2.99 per episode or it was like you know like something $18 or something like that for the whole season and like who's doing that
0: uh, yeah that's ridiculous
1: it was more to pay for the, it probably wasn't 18 but like it was definitely more than like a Netflix subscription costs to yeah. watch one season of a show. Right, right. That's stupid. Anyway. Yeah,
0: it seems like a lot of money. Yeah, because you could you could just get you could subscribe to Stars for like months probably for eighteen
1: dollars. Probably what they want you to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. We also just finished Teenage Bounty Hunters. We finished uh, Yeah, Schitt's Creek.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, what did you think of it? Schitt's Creek. Yeah. This season? Yeah, this season. Not the overshot. The overshot. Like, um, I'm just curious.
0: I thought it was still funny. It certainly was not my favorite season. Yeah. I didn't think it was the funniest. Um, but it was funny. It was a, it was a good ending. Yeah. I, I'm glad that they wrapped it up. Rather than me right. like dragging on for three more seasons. Yeah. Um, I mean, you know, prior to this, I still thought it was great and it wasn't, like, dipping. But, like, you know, this season wasn't quite as funny. Maybe that's because they were wrapping it up a little bit. Well,
1: that's what I felt like. It was, like, definitely a wrap-up thing. And, like, there were a lot of, like, emotional scenes that, like, you, you knew the actors were emotional also. Sure. And that happens, I think, a lot when a show is ending. Especially now. Probably more than I remember when we were a kid. But with social media and, like, so much access to actors... Talking about the shows around, like we see so much behind the scenes. Right. That I know the actors as well as I know the characters in a way. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like and so it's it's a little bit like, oh, I know why they're emotional here, but it's because they're also emotional because this is the last time they're gonna see each other because this is the last <laughs> scene they're doing. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, like that kind of thing. Yep. Um it was still it was still funny and i liked the growth of each character and you know some of the stuff of course is like a little bit far-fetched the way it got like wrapped up but i just love that show it's yeah. just such a cozy good yeah. time i want to rewatch it
0: all right slow down <laughs> <laughs> all right do you recommend oktoberfest beer and blood
1: yeah i would like i would definitely recommend this to my cousins I would tell, Which like, presents? I would tell Tom and Alex and, mm. um, Adam to watch this just cause I think this would be their thing. they love history. Yeah. They love yeah. beer. They love German beers. Like they're, we're German. Like they, oh, they, like yeah. they would love all of this. True. So uh, yeah, I think they would definitely be. You included. should recommend it to them. No, I will. <laughs> I'm going to, well, I think Tommy actually listens. Hi. Oh, hey, um, so, <laughs> but yeah. And they, like, they probably like know some of this history anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So I think I I would definitely recommend this show. Um, and maybe at some point we'll watch it. Yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah,
0: I mean, I think I would recommend it. Same thing. If you like historical dramas, especially stuff, like you said, like Peaky Blinders-ish, mm-hmm. where there's like some dark underground, not even underground. Which, I mean, I guess it kind of is. There's just, like, shady shit going on. Yeah. Not not necessarily, like, gangs at war, but, like, warring factions. Yeah. Even if the factions, in this case, are brewers.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Like, families of brewers. I just like a lot of stuff. I don't think I realized it until I started watching it on TV. But, like, turn of the century is, like, such an interesting time period. Mm -hmm. It's, like, so old-fashioned, but, like cool cool i don't know the roads are always so dirty
0: yeah i mean like that was the big transition right like it was old-fashioned but slowly turning into modern times Mm -hmm. like after the industrial revolution has happened i mean that's like a bunch of uh yeah a bunch of seasons of Down abbey Where they like sped through like the teens and the 20s and the 30s and like how drastically everything changed
1: yeah and i feel like all these like you know certain time periods you watch like everything's kind of like stamped by like some war or they're gonna go to a war like (laughs) they just came back from a war like there's i don't know it's so just exploring it from like that human perspective rather than like the just the textbook thing yeah so it's interesting
0: do you think Oktoberfest Beer and Blood will get a second season on Netflix yes yeah probably yeah because well I don't know how the foreign foreign language stuff works I guess if you're still making it for Netflix it's still like their decision and not whatever network it's being broadcast on mm. over there I don't know but yeah I think it will maybe we'll watch it one day but we probably won't because there's going to be 10 other shows throughout the rest of this year where we're like uh,
1: I, I don't know, know. Let's not forget, though, I'm going to be furloughed for two weeks in December. Okay. (laughs) And I have a lot of projects around the house to do that I have already laid out. So I probably won't have that much time to watch TV. But like, I might be able to watch like a season or two of something, you know?
0: Great. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I've got vacation time too. We can just lounge around in our sweats with macaroni and cheese on our chests from the night before, just watching television.
1: Wings too.
0: Oh, yeah. I should have said Wings. Yeah, you should have said Wings. Why I say that?
1: I don't know. (laughs) Billy's going to be at school, okay?
0: (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anything else on Oktoberfest? Beer and Blood?
1: No, that's all. God, I'm
0: so tired of saying that full fucking title.
1: I know. So bad.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, what would you choose? That or Oktoberfest 1900?
1: Neither one of them.
0: I was thinking about that. Like, do you just call it Oktoberfest? I don't think you can do that. No, because
1: that's boring. Yeah. I think... (laughs) We should watch the whole season and then rename it. Okay. Figure out what we watch. Ponks, Punk prank? What? <laughs> oh, my gosh. And with that... Yeah. <laughs> if you have suggestions
0: on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trial by Pilot. And please go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, subscribe to our show, leave a review, and tell a friend.
1: And this is your weekly reminder uh, to vote. Um, Time's running out. Yep. And uh, thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Bye. Bye.